Thanks for listening to There Will Be Books. This is Peter. Uh, Matt and I recorded a couple of test episodes, and then we just decided to start releasing these. So in this first episode, you may hear us reference uh, previous episodes. Those are test episodes. Um, We're not very good at this. We needed a couple of test episodes. So thanks again for giving us a uh, listen, and I uh, hope you enjoy uh, what you hear. Thanks. So I have a microphone this week, and Matt has a shaved head. And that's probably the biggest news that we have this week. Well, I shaved my head in homage. Do you remember that show? Is an old sitcom. It's called uh, News Radio. Yes, with um, Phil Hartman. uh, Phil Hartman. um, Joe Rogan. Well, I was going to say, the guy who played the surly handyman is actually kind of big in the podcasting world now. Oh, I've heard of him. I've heard yeah, of him. And yeah, you shaved yeah. your head. He, well, I'm not, we don't want to mimic. Honor or imitation? I'm not sure. No, Did you start, no. you start lifting weights? No, no. I, hold on, I found, I have uh, some dumbbells in my car that I keep, yeah. uh, keep, keep the car heavy. Yeah. So, uh, I realized this, and I was like, let me pull, let me pull those bad boys out. Yeah. And let me do some lifting in quarantine. And they're, uh, they're 12 pounders, so we're dealing yeah. with double digits on uh, yeah. both. And uh, I did one morning, and I felt, you know, did a quick Google search of uh, exercises to do, and uh, about yeah, so that's my new hobby. So yeah, I have. So I bought like ten years ago these forty pound dumbbells. Oh my, forty pounds! I I figure I'll work up if I'm gonna buy some dumbbells. I'll just yeah. I never use big. them. I did yeah. them once ten years ago, and I got a crick in the neck because I was lifting improperly, and. Uh, <laughs> So I picked them up again. I was like, you know, they just been, I haven't used them for 10 years, but kind of like you, it's like, I should do something, you yep. know? And so I started doing them first thing in the morning. I felt pretty good. And then about a week ago, my uh, my foot starts hurting like really, really bad. It felt like I'd broken a bone in my foot and I couldn't figure out why. So like, I don't really, you know, yeah. a buddy of mine is a physical therapist the doctorate and everything and so yep. I was like what what's going on and he's like eh, it could be this number of things and I iced it and the foot eventually got better yep. and then I did those stupid weights again and it started hurting like really bad again I'm like it's the uh how is so weight. how did lifting weights hurt and possibly break it's, your foot so I do them wrong and I guess because I was just doing a lot and I was motivated I was going and I guess it's all my friend tells me it's all nerves. It's all oh, so you got weak, you got weak feet nerves is what. It's well, or those last five that you're doing and you're putting your back into it and you're just kind of yeah. using stuff. It's all strain wrong. All right. Well, welcome to there will be books, your yeah. uh, weekly podcast about books and weightlifting. That's weird that your feet. That's my theory. I'm, uh, I think it's that. I didn't yeah. wasn't able to pinpoint it at first, but I'm thinking. I'm not ready to talk about books yet because this is pretty interesting. I had an opening, but I knew you'd have one too. Well, uh, you, you ruined the Joe Rogan thing. I was I had a whole uh, no okay pretend <laughs> that he went through. He had to resort to cage fighting and reality TV, and now he's big amongst. If you had told me when I watched that show, I think I watched it when it came on. Not not like religiously or anything me like too. that, but I watched it. If you yeah. had told me that guy would have been like the biggest podcaster in the, the world, I would have been like, yeah. oh. But there's a lot of things that I couldn't have. Well, thought. you would have been like, what's a podcast? Exactly. I'd be like radio? So like long form, long form radio or a conversation you can yeah. drop in on. Well, even just the richest. Like the, the... Yeah, he's very wealthy. Did you know in that show, Ray Romano almost played the think, Joe Rogan character? I, where did I hear that from? Because I, I, 
I don't think I would have come up with that off the top of my head, but yeah. I did hear that before. Yeah, this is one of those. Can you imagine? Like, because then if that had happened, Ray Romano would have the most popular podcast of all time. I think I like Ray Romano. I don't know. Neither of them really elicit a uh, strong. I did. I watched Fear Factor more than News Radio. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. I remember when that came on, it was like, I don't know if it was right around the time of Survivor, but. Yeah. We have not talked about books at all. Um, fun. <laughs> did, you, did you read anything? Uh, did you continue I, reading um, Topeka School? Uh, yes, but I've been informed by um, the wife that yep. it might be boring to keep talking about how I'm working gradually on uh, the same book for six weeks. You and know what? somebody might wonder why... The, uh, what like, is he talking about it if he doesn't like it that much? So there will be books. Done, Two slow book people read books and talk yeah, about five yeah. books a year. No, no. But you know no. what? But, so it's good, it's good advice. So I figure when I'm done with it and I got my thoughts together, okay. I'll like drop it on a random podcast, like, okay. a, right. like a surprise album musicians okay. do. I'll be like, I finished it. Here's my thoughts. You do but, see that more often now where they just release the album. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you don't know. There's no nothing. We'll try to put. To we'll try to put some music in there. Just some crazy effects. Anyway, uh, I finished one book. I finished one book this week. You did? Yeah. I, re- I read. I finished about a boy. Um, the Nick Hornby book from I think 1997. Yeah. Have you you've seen the movie, right? Seen the movie. I read the, the book, book. Is almost exactly like. Well, the movie is almost exactly like the book, except for the ending in the last like 50 pages. Yeah. I'll just say that like Kurt Cobain is very prominent in the book, which I don't, I've seen the movie a couple times, but I don't feel like he was that, like he's like prominent. Like he's like, his death book? plays a pivotal, not pivotal, but like a, a cultural reference that I can see why they changed it for the movie. Cause it's a little. I don't know. It kind of doesn't really, it doesn't fit in, but it's kind of shoehorned in there as sort of like, oh, this yeah. is important. This is our characters. And But I liked it. Yeah. So, I you gave it three stars. I gave it three stars. Um, I was going to give it four, but I didn't really like the ending. Because I think he kind of walked, you know, the whole story is a middle-aged man who has no, like, purpose per se, you know. Yeah. Befriends this. Yeah, kid with issues and he you know they both change i guess or whatever but the kid sort of becomes he's likable and then he sort of at the very end is like oh he's now normal and not like you know not as kind of you know has his own quirks or whatever and then the main character uh i think will he it's sort of like he's just kind of he's just a jerk and then um yeah but you know it's i I enjoyed like it. Like he stays a jerk? No, I mean, but his his like transformation takes a while, I guess. And it's sort of, okay. you think he's going to make the transformation and then he comes back and it's kind of, I don't know, It's it went on for a little bit too long. Not like distracting or anything like that. But that would be my critique of it. And then the ending was kind of strange. Not strange, okay. but like, didn't it? work as well as i thought it could have i actually like the movie ending um so that's what i finished and then i started uh a book i told you about last week called flights um yeah by olga tkarchuk i'm pronouncing that wrong the polish author who won the nobel prize i started it i like it i don't really know what the the narrative structure is yet i'm not yeah. really sure who's the stories are like it's like broken up into uh vignettes and stuff like that so i don't and they're like tied together wait broken up into do you say but, like vignettes v- vignettes? vignettes i said it wrong i'm glad you no i think it. you said it right i just been pronouncing it wrong you say it vignettes vignettes i mean Vignette sounds right. I just it took me a bit it's to French. Uh, I would think it was French. Yeah. Anyway, and I'm only 80 pages in, so I'm probably 20. percent And I like it. it. Has some interesting 
things that I kind of want to discuss with you about how does it deal with like uh, humans and the idea of travel versus, you know, staying in place in one spot. But that's like very general. And from reading about the book, there's other storylines that come along that I haven't even gotten to. And if I have, I am, they've gone over my head. So uh-huh. I like it. Writing's really good. I think the translation, although I don't speak Polish, it's like really descriptive writing. Um, yeah. It doesn't, the, the syntax seems to not be totally out of whack. But so far I'm enjoying it. But yeah. I can't really tell you what's really going on, oh, which is, you know. Yeah. A, uh, 80 pages in. Yeah. Enough that you're going to keep going. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to keep going. Um, but I, it's sort of like you kind of get a grasp of something that's going on and then the story kind of changes. And then I'm like, is this a character that I've met before? Does that make sense? You know how like, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. But, It'll take you a bit to get the full picture. Yeah. I think once the end or hopefully once the end comes along, I'll sort of piece together what the book was about. And if not, then I'll just be a dumb guy who read a <laughs> smart book. Yeah. Smart book, and I just did not get it. Or, you know, no. maybe my you was overhyped. You just talk about the book and how you've read it, and you don't go into well, the it, details and everything you missed. You'd be like, yeah, I read Flights. By I read Flights. Polish it's lady not, you've never yeah. heard of. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Nobel Prize winner. Hey. Yeah. Come across as pretentious rather than dumb. So, you know what I heard? Yep. It's just, online google stuff nothing official i'm not plugged in to so the dark stuff. web the dark web of google well yeah you know, whatever. the first 10 pages of google like the first 10 sites that come up but anyway the third patrick Rothfuss book i saw there was a rumor it was going to come out in august but it might be pushed back because of the COVID stuff mm. so, I, who knows? or covid is a good cover for him well, well I had seen an article too, speaking of books that have been delayed, but yeah. George R. R. Martin says he's writing a lot. Mm-hmm. And then the article had like a headline, oh, the book's made, the, what book is the next book in that series you've read in my the habit? Six, The Winds of Winter. The Winds of Winter. It's like the Winds of Winter may be arriving sooner than you thought. And George R. R. Martin's literally like, don't expect this book. I'm writing a lot, but don't expect Oh, I saw it. Yeah, because it takes a bit. When he's finished writing it, it's still got to go through. You the still whole. have to edit the book, I would assume. Yeah. And, um, so, <laughs> I don't know. Good wonder, for him, like, though. With that, because he seemed to have given an idea to the show runners yeah. or whatever, like yeah. what was supposed to happen. Yep. Do you think he's going to? Because that. You didn't so, watch the show, but I stopped after season three, not for any re just like I yeah. you know, while I was airing, I kind of fell off and didn't pick it back up again. I will say I've heard from people and I I kinda know what happens. Yeah. Yeah, but I know some people, friends with and stuff who finished it. And I think the reason why the general consensus is that last season wasn't very good. And my yeah. theory is they ran out of his source material. Like he told them the idea, but when when the Hollywood producer type people were left to yeah. create the whole thing on their own, and they didn't have all this rich, dense, you know, thousand page books to draw on, it wasn't as um, coherent and layered as the rest of the show was when they had the source material. If that I makes also, sense. I also heard that they got like that. I don't know where I heard this, but the showrunners got tired of making the show in some sense, yeah. and they just kind of. Yeah. They were offered I'm very unsympathetic to that. Uh, they were offered like a full season, but they like condensed it. I think there were like seven episodes or something. Or yeah, it was, yeah. A lot, it was fewer episodes than normal. I actually, I just sort of watched the show because it has dragons. You know, mm-hmm. but I understand the criticisms, but it's one of those things where I was like, oh, I kind of, I watched the ending. Uh, with friends and I think I was the only one who was like that was kind of good and everyone was like oh, that was <laughs> awful and I was like well, yeah. okay because yeah. then when it's gone you're like hey where are the other shows with dragons in it and then you yeah. realize there are no other shows with dragons really Yeah, but I tried, hey, reading, I tried you know, reading the books but I don't know 
I'm all caught up. I'm waiting on the sixth book. I, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I like, I'm very unsympathetic to that argument that the producers got tired of making the most popular show of the decade. Well, I think it took up a lot of their lives is the issue. I get, I get the actors being tired of playing these people. You know, that's yeah. a lot of time. But, you know, make the last season good and then you can be done. Well, what I think what happened is popular show of the if someone's decade. like, you're making the greatest show ever, I think some maybe, this is me just making this up, you might be like, well, I'm a genius now. Let me go create something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. And then you kind of screw up the one thing that everyone loved. It's not like yeah. they're going to remake that show, though, because it's so expensive. So I think... No, no. They should. I think they just, they ran out of the source material. And I think, honestly, in the long run, George Martin would be better for his legacy as an author that he didn't push out a sixth book that wasn't quite done to make money in the short term for the show. Do you think Brandon Sanderson's going to finish this series? We'll see. I mean, I don't know. He'll probably finish the sixth book, but if he can, that seventh one... I mean, who knows? You know, hopefully he leaves his notes. And I'm sympathetic well, I mean, to him. I don't want to say he's going to die, but he's, he's pretty old. Yeah. Hey. Not great health. We'll see. I'm curious how he views it, if that's like his legacy. And he seems like he's taking his time and he's not. Well, he started, what was the first book in the 90s, 96, something like that? I yeah. Feel like yeah. I, and then I, we were working together when the fourth one came out or the third one? The fourth one. 2008, came, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I don't even remember. Was that a huge book? Was it huge then? Or was this? It was gaining in popularity. Okay. It was uh, popular for a, a fantasy book when the fourth one came out. And then the show started right around the fifth book came out. And then yeah. it just took off. I'm always jealous of these, of these, you know, fantasy series or whatever. Because they're like, they seem fun to get in. Like, I read The Way of Kings, the Brandon Sanderson Stormlight yeah. Archive, which is the fourth one I think is coming out this fall. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, I read it, but I have to reread it again because it's like really in depth. And I feel, I think there's going to be 10 books in that series. So that's going to be like, yeah. you know, like The Wheel of Time or something like that, yeah. where that was like 15 yeah. books or whatever. But I'm always jealous of that, of the kind of collective. Yeah. More so with books than with uh, movies. Like, this is not going to surprise you, but I did not watch all of the Avengers movies, and I didn't really. Oh God, I don't. I don't <laughs> want to step into uh, Hornets Nest here, but I don't. The only good you mean Marvel the murder movie? Hornets, the murder huh? Hornets, murder what? Have you heard of those the Hornets no. that kill people? Yeah. Well, the internet equivalent of that. By saying the only good Marvel movie was the first Deadpool. Okay. The rest are not that good. I don't care for the Marvel movies. Yeah, that's fair. Do you like the DC ones? Whatever those, yeah. whatever those called, the DC. I like the Christian Bale Batmans. You know what I like more? Jurassic Park. Keep making those. I haven't seen the new ones. I, I like the, the original. second new one. Not but- the first? Oh, I'm sorry. The first new one. Not- okay. The reboot or whatever. There's been five now. Something like that. Five reboots? No, total. I think only two of them are good. Oh, the inc- first one including in- the, okay. The first one and the fourth one, I would think. All right. All right. what the, I think the consensus is. I actually read Jurassic Park, the book. A lot oh, more dinosaur chase scenes in that yeah. than, uh, than the movie. And I was like, kind of like the movie better. It's more streamlined. It's, yeah. uh, I was like, geez, another chase with the rap. Like, okay. I, I was going to show, tell you something. I saw a, on the news front of books. Um, I went on to Kirkus reviews and they, you know how they kind of, they're kind of, uh, they, uh, do reviews for, they don't have to say who reviewed the book or whatever, but they do reviews for pretty much every kind of book and they do, they publish reviews for books in the future and one book that's coming out in two weeks that we both highly anticipated is David Mitchell's new book, Utopia Avenue. And they, yeah. I actually looked up the, the review came out in March, yeah. but it's a starred review, which is good. Okay. Um, and it looks like there's some like, you know, his books often have connections with previous books and characters and yeah. references 
sort of sounds like there's a little bit of that, but it's it's sort of like his, his most grounded work since Black Swan Green, which kind of made okay. me intrigued. Yeah. The only reservation was it seems very like uh, not music history heavy, but like you kind of need to know the historical characters to maybe appreciate everything. Okay. Um, have you read about like the people that are like the real? So hold on. No, it's what music in the sixties. Yeah, seventies, sixties. Okay. Um, so it has like real characters like Janis Joplin, Leonard Cohen. Sid Barrett, Jackson Brown, and Jerry Garcia turn up as characters. I know who those are, you know. Yeah, but I'm not. I know who they are, but I'm like, may, I may not get like. Don't psych yourself up about that. I think that's what makes me sort of nervous. No, um, no. I don't know. We'll be like, fine. I feel like I'll be missing out on something. No, I won't know. Like, like if I read a book about the Beatles. Or Beatles were in a yeah. fiction. I wouldn't like. I have some idea of their personalities, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of like inside jokes or whatever. That's I don't think favorite. that'll be the key to understanding it. I think, and maybe this is just sure. me being a fanboy. I think he's a good enough author to make those extra things, the deep inside knowledge, more of like a little treat for people who are really into yeah. Dennis Dop- Joplin or the Dead or whatever. He does. He, he does a good job I, of layering his book so you can enjoy it on. I, I would say multiple yeah. levels. Because you can enjoy all the the ties between all his characters from book to book. Mm-hmm. Like you could read the Bone Clocks and that character Hugo Lamb, who is the cousin in Black Swan Green. You don't have to have read Black Swan Green to appreciate yeah. Bone Clocks, but it's an extra like treat. Yeah, yeah. If you have read them, to be like, oh, that's the cousin. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I have a hunch it'll be like that. That well, from the review, I think your fears are uh, unfounded. Okay. Well, one of the characters is uh, is a guitarist named Jasper Dezoe. So, uh, uh, oh, from uh, so a relative uh, yeah. of the Thousand Arms of I can't pronounce that the, of Jacob Dezoe or what? I, I think know. it's Dezoe. Yeah. Dezoe. So I, don't I know. think yeah. So that there's some hints of that, but it it sounds like it's not as maybe experimental or it like an overlapping kind of in a sense. Structurally tricksy. That's uh, let's see here. Five hundred and ninety-two pages. He he doesn't really. He started off writing sort of average-length novels, but yeah. more recently, except for Slade House, I guess, which was a. But that's yeah. a, I wouldn't even consider that. It's a it's a book. It counts. You should read that. Okay. It's a, like a little haunted house story in his style. It's good. Gotcha. But I, I saw that and I, w- I was like, okay, starred review. So not everything gets starred there, but um, the cover, I actually looked up, uh, you ever gone to Book Depository? The website uh-uh. there. You can get books, free shipping, but you can get like the UK covers. And often yeah. times, like the UK cover designers are better. That's yeah, kind of so a stupid reason to buy a book, but it's kind of interesting to look at. No. So, however, uh, for that book, it's not very good. I'm just gonna say that it's not. It's kind of bland. Well, we'll see what the the United States one is. It's so when uh, yeah when the Thousand Autumns of Jacob Dezou came out. Yep. It was before the Cloud Atlas movie, so before he was kind of bigger here. Yeah. But I knew about him, and so I looked up uh, when it was coming out in England and it came out in Great Britain like a month before time. So I ordered from I Amazon UK remembers. and I got it like a month before it was available in the United States and I have the the British cover for the Thousand Autumns of Jacob Zoot hardback is way cooler than the American. Yeah. There, there, oftentimes the, you'll see better designs. Sometimes not. In this No case, dust jacket. It's just like a hardcover and uh-oh. just engraved paintings of like the the oceanscape, like kind of the bay in Dejima, Japan, where it takes place, and like hmm. it's it's cool looking. Interesting. So I looked up to see if it was coming out early. This one, Utopia Avenue, is coming out early in Britain, and he's big enough now. It's all yeah. I would think that worldwide. they would coordinate yeah. that to be where I was. I would think he has two publishing, you know, one for Europe and one for yeah. Now you know maybe the I don't. You know, I don't know if like the German edition is coming out the same, you know, true, or, true. Or, or whatever. But I could read the British edition just because of the uh, 
And they speak the same language over there. True. You don't speak German. But I, I, my point was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. But it's the same publishing day. July 14th. So I think. Yep. All the I'm gonna, I, I think I'm going to put that order day. in for uh, our local uh, independent bookstore to support them. Old Fire. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll do that That'd too. Amazon. Although Amazon will give it to you cheaper. Eh. And it'll be there on the day. We'll see. No, but actually, I told you this. At um, Old Firehouse Books, um, they get signed copies, just I yeah. think randomly. I don't. I, it, so I've gotten uh, Brandon Sanderson, The Wave Kings, Mass Market signed there, just randomly. Yeah. One of the reasons why I bought it because I was like, oh, this guy's cool. Yeah. You know, when are you gonna? Get? And then I got the David Mitchell um, Bone Clocks one. Yeah. Which I kind of ruined. I told you this. I went hiking and I. I had my backpack oh, yeah, and, and I decided yeah. to put the book in there and I, I sweated through my shirt and it yeah. made the book wet. Your gross sweaty back. Yeah. Well, it, I did want to say, I don't want to get too like, I, I, I'm a huge back sweater, but yeah, I sweated through my back. Yeah. And, uh, no, that'll happen. Got pretty yeah. sad about it. The girlfriend was yeah. like, well, are you okay? Way less like, of a collectible. Oh man. That I was just like, that's a bummer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, so that's so, coming out, and that cool. will probably one I'll, I'll definitely buy first and day. read fast. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll definitely discuss that on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I had another book that I saw. I never heard of this uh, author. I guess it's book three in a series. It's a kind of murder mystery Icelandic. It's called The Mist by Ragnar Johansson. Yeah. Um, I just saw this and it's um, 1987 an isolated farmhouse in the east of Iceland the snowstorm should have shut everybody out but it didn't the couple should have never let him in but they did an unexpected guest a liar a killer not all will survive the night and detective Holda will be haunted forever uh, it's getting rave reviews I'm on bookmarks and it's got four rave reviews and three positive reviews so it's one of the best review books coming out yeah uh, this month and uh i haven't read a thriller in a while and i think i might try to reserve that at the library i don't think i want to buy it yeah i don't know why there's certain kinds of books i kind of just want to get from the library and certain kind yeah. of books like you know the pretentious european novels i kind of want to buy yeah that sounds bad i kind of like buying um science fiction books on my kindle i don't know why yeah Does that make any sense mm, unless it's some subconscious connection to technology that's cool, cool futuristic technology for the sci-fi books you know like the expanse books yeah i have three yeah. of those on my kindle i haven't read them but i've read two and a half of those did you like them eh, the first two i got a little bored with the third and kind of frustrated with it, but I don't know. I don't know if I should give it another chance. Cause you know, sometimes you're cranky and it affects the book you're reading. Exactly. So I don't know if I should, if it was quite fair, but I kind of just got on. Okay. I don't think that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, then I have, a, yeah, I have those three books and I think I have some others that I can't think of off the top of my head. So that was my kind of caught my eye this week as a, uh, Ooh, that looks good. It came out the 23rd, so it's out right now. Um, the yeah. cover is kind of eh. – and I like the guy's name, Ragnar. That's a good name. That's a very Icelandic, uh, yeah, Scandinavian name. It's very good. It's a solid name. The Mist, I, I it's funny because it says The Mist, a thriller, because, you know, the Stephen King book. I wondered if the publishers were like, can we change the name? <laughs> Stephen King's got a book called The Mist. You didn't know that, Stephen King? I don't even like, I've never read Stephen King, but yeah. I'm out of the loop on newer books. This, the Mist came out, I feel like forever ago. Oh, did it? Eh. The movie came out in 2007. I just Googled it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm just out of that loop, out of that world. Yeah, it's uh, it's a novella from 1980. So. Oh, novella. <laughs> Novellas. Do you ever? Wouldn't it be funny if you're like, I'm a novella writer. You're like, not short stories, not novels. 
Novellas. Just write novellas. I got 80 to 120 pages worth of stories. and I, I think, yeah, why don't they do that? Sell them for like eight bucks a pop. Well, I mean, you can make the case kind of what David Mitchell does. He just winds a handful uh, of novellas yeah. into a, yeah. Didn't know I was talking to David Mitchell's agent right now, but. <laughs> well, I do. I do publicity <laughs> for him. Uh, Get him yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, but novellas are kind of a niche, uh, niche, niche. Because uh, I don't know. Like, if the short story is just a short story and it's like 70 pages, I don't yeah. know. I don't really like that kind of short story. But if you call it a novella, I might be like, okay. Yeah. You kind of sell a slim volume of it, and yeah, I don't know. So before we get too carried away, I did do some like reading. Okay, yeah, I didn't. You were like, I'm not reading. I'll finish Ben learning, but I didn't actually. Yeah, what you read this week? I'm sorry. I mean, that's yeah. I have two books that I finished. Oh crap! Okay, um, let's go. Yeah. So one. I got from the library. Oh. Um, I was trying to do some, uh, you're doing a lot of the technical stuff for the podcast. Kind of by default. Cause I'm attempting, attempting okay. kind of dumb. But uh, <laughs> so I went to the library's website. Cause you know, you can't go in there. You got to like yeah. reserve it and, and then call, call and yep. bring it out to you. So I saw what they had about like doing your own podcast. Ooh. Hoping to get like a big, just kind of a directory and some, okay tips about what to do and i got i found the only one they had available wasn't checked out reserved it and i got there yesterday picked it up and it is just create your own podcast by ignite books it is about 48 pages long (laughs) there's a teenage kid in braces on the cover okay i read it in five minutes Gotcha. It's a kids' book on how to do. Okay. A okay. So, okay. So. Kind of, so I read it. Five stars. I don't know. Mm. No, it's um. <laughs> the kids. Why are kids, kids podcasts? Huh? Well, that's what I wondered. It's yeah. like teen. It's technically like for teens. It's got the teen okay. uh, call number on it. Yeah. It's written. At a like a sixth grade level, so you know, obviously, no sweat for this guy. <laughs> I did. There was a quote or two I wanted to share with you. Okay. Here's one. If you're going to make a great podcast, you need to figure out what makes the most popular series so, so successful. What is it about them that people like so much? Hmm. And that got me thinking. Yep. And that's why I made my wife shave my head and started thinking about Joe Rogan. Why do people like that guy so much? Because he got a shaved head. He talks about elk, elk hunting. Elk meat and stuff like that. Yeah. Here's the thing, yeah. though. I think you have to embrace your audience and then ignore your haters, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of what he does. Especially on the internet, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't get too caught up. You, you can do what you do. In the- thick skin. Anyway, anyway, you know, we're, uh, that was one tip, very helpful, give you an idea what the book's about. So and then this book, is important. Okay. I want, this is for both of us, and this is actually, I thought, really good okay. to keep in mind. Um, when using the internet, always get a parent, teacher, or other responsible adult to help you. Don't talk to strangers on chat services, no matter how friendly they seem. Hmm. You know, I was actually given that advice when I was a kid, like back in the nineties, like, cause I think, um, ch- like chatting was like the thing you are like, Oh, you can talk to anybody. Yeah, chat rooms. That's smart. That's uh that's good advice. So you read that book. And then I finished a book that had been like halfway through for a while, Yeah, but it's actually pretty good. I'm glad I finished. It's called playing dead. Okay. A journey through the world of death fraud by elizabeth Ooh. greenwood yeah. death fraud i didn't even know you were yeah. in this book it's it's about people who like fake their own death yeah and so the 
the author, the Elizabeth Greenwood, her kind of, um, I guess the concept that kind of got her writing it, I think some of it is kind of like a MacGuffin, like just, she was like looking for reasons, or no, hold on. Her story was that she graduated, I think she got a MFA from Columbia and through all her college and stuff, she was like a hundred grand in debt you know, just kind of weighed down and somehow oh, or another came up that, well, I don't know. I don't think she was ever serious about it, but the comp, the, the concept that gets her through the book, she goes and interviews all these people mm-hmm. and looks up examples from the past of people who have faked their death. And so that was her thing. She was researching if she wanted to do it, how could, you know, how could she get it done? But along the journey, it's, huh. uh, you know, it's interesting. Does she talk to people that have pulled it off? No, people who got caught. That was one of the things. But they must get away with it for some time, right? Well, and that's one of the things she mentions. It's like you can – she interviews some of the people who got caught and their interesting stories and, like, why they got caught. But, yeah, the people who got away with it, you by definition, not going to know about true they're not gonna be like hey i'm gonna do a i'm gonna get interviewed for this book about my fake death and get she details. had a little she said she had a little feeler at like some sort she made it known kind of on the internet hey i'm writing this book if you have you want to interview me anonymous or i'll interview anonymously i'm just kind of curious if you're still laying low hmm. and nobody took her up on it which is probably smart because you wouldn't do that if how you're trying to lay low. man that's i, I didn't even know that kind of, that's interesting uh, it is. Huh. Uh, so the most famous one she interviewed is a guy called the Canoe Man. Okay. In uh, England, like northern yep. England, this is a guy John Darwin. Okay. Got kind of in over his head in real estate. He was like buying houses on credit and then trying to rent them out, but he had trouble with renters and then bills piled up, and he kind of just got in over his head and he had a decent life insurance policy and he kind of uh one day he made sure he was seen carrying his kayak yeah across the street he lived by the ocean okay got seen carrying his kayak across the sea and then as far as anybody knew he just disappeared you know they found his kayak they never found a body he was officially dead for i think it was like five years whoa unbeknownst to everybody else his wife came and picked him up and he camped out for like a month to let everybody assume he's dead. He grew out a big old beard, lost a little weight and actually circled back around and lived in one of his rental, like the properties that he rented out. He lived next door to his wife for a couple of years. And then they went off to Panama and were looking like and they, the, the, uh, life insurance passed. It all went yeah, through. All went through. They were looking at properties in Panama. Somebody snapped a picture of them. They got posted on the internet. What? And nothing came of it immediately. Yeah. And then for some reason, he went back and turned himself in in England. What? Yeah. And he says, because she she goes to England and interviews him. And uh, he says he swears up and down that it was always his intention what? to turn himself in. He was just trying to get himself out of trouble. And so he says that. And he wound up serving. He and his wife both went to prison because they were in on the, the fraud. Um, hmm. He's out. His wife's out. They're divorced now. <laughs> um, he's kind of like a minor. He's like a celebrity there. You know, he, oh. kinda, he, he, he lives there. He you I mean, know, that, that is the ultimate boy who cried wolf because he's eventually going to die and people are going to be like, not dead. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. dead. Not dead. That's the issue with when you fake your death. No one's going to come to your second funeral. Yeah, they're like, I've been through this. Well, I was there. Kid, he, had, he had two grown kids. Whoa. And one of them doesn't talk to him anymore because the wife was in on it, but the kids were not. The kids thought their dad was dead. Shit. Yeah, I don't know so, if I yeah. talk. That's pretty rough. That's, I mean, that could, I don't why isn't know, this I don't a know movie? How feel if, why isn't this a movie? I they made a BBC movie of it. It has been in Britain. He's like a British celebrity, like a like a DB Cooper is here. Yeah, I was gonna ask you so, about that because uh, that story is still. Un, I don't know if he, yeah. fa- he he didn't really fake his death. He just like, jumped out of a plane. 
Yeah, and it's whether or not he got away with it somehow or he's, you know. Do you remember Balloon Boy? Yeah. That wasn't like faking your death. That was like faking your son was in a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's I don't know. That's the most game. The Canoe Man was fascinating. Huh. Oh, and the other thing about him, so he swears he was always going to turn himself in. But is he just saying that for a reduced prison sentence and to be more respectable? The, the it theory, sounds like he could have gotten away with it. He should have stayed in Panama, yeah. right? But if you pride yourself on being so clever and you got away with something, did he turn himself in because he wanted to be noticed for being clever and outsmarting everybody? Yeah. That's the. I'm assuming he he didn't serve that long in prison. He did some reduced sentencing. His wife went to prison too. She wasn't expecting like. She wasn't. expecting He says he wasn't expecting her to go, and that put a strain on. So it sounded like he had like a lot of debt when he was faked his death. Did he? That's what he. That's what. uh, Made him want to do it is to get out. So does he still? Did he still have to owe that money? Yeah. And part of the plea deal was, but he, he but then he, he probably, only, if he stayed in Panama, they cashed out his, uh, huh. his life insurance. I, I debt. assume he sold this story to, you know, for the movie or whatever. And the, I'm sure yeah, he's making money off of this. I don't know how that works. Positive? You think he's in the positive? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Intriguing book. But it was interesting. I like the book. Playing um, Dead. By Elizabeth Greenwood. I'm looking at the page. Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, they talk about Greenwood. Apparently, uh, the canoe man note was stand- notwithstanding. Um, sea accidents are one of the most common. I would think. Types. Yeah. And the investigators know to look for that. Like, if somebody who owes a lot of money, who's just taken out a large life insurance policy goes out to the ocean and disappears it's kind of like a red like okay so this guy okay it's like a red flag it's like okay because the ocean can like it's the ocean you don't know yeah. where and then you could go hiking i guess and never be seen again um hmm. she winds up in the philippines she got a death certificate from the philippines she never oh. filed it or anything but i guess if you were gonna you're gonna go all out oh so the author did or this his wife could, did uh, the Elizabeth Greenwood did. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. so she like was like, "How hard is this to get?" Like, how she the whole the concept, like I say, is kind of a MacGuffin. Like, okay. I'm gonna see about faking gotcha. my own dad. Sort of like I'm gonna see if steroids can make you stronger. And well, exactly. And it's, I don't. Know, it's it's a good concept for a book, and that's kind yeah, of the narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like, could I do this? Sort and of seems like a light, entertaining read. Is that a good? That's what it was. Interesting nonfiction. Um, yeah. Don't, if you fake your death, don't Google yourself because they'll be able, they can see the hubs. A couple people have been caught because they were Googling the news stories surrounding their deaths and they were being investigated for insurance fraud. And so they could kind of, the investigators hone in on this. Who's this guy who's Googling the story five times a day? And it's an alias and it's the guy. Yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. Don't Google yourself if you're. Uh... If you think you don't Google yourself, delete your email cache. There's a guy who got caught because he faked his death with his son. He and his son were in cahoots to fake his death. Yeah. And they emailed about it, and he deleted uh, his out or his incoming emails from his son, but he forgot to delete his outgoing emails. Okay. Well. <laughs> and so they found investigators are probably like searched his. Emails where he's talking about faking his death with his kid. He got. Uh, he was probably like, "You don't have the emails. I deleted them." And they're like, "What about outbound?" And he's like, "Yeah, those don't save." And oops, oopsies. So, I don't understand how the internet works. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. That's interesting. Yeah, it was. Uh, you read a kid's book about podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> and you read okay, and yeah. read a book Plain about um, faking your own death. Pretty good. Pretty good week. We read various books this week. Yeah. I'm I'm (laughs) proud of myself. Um, Let's see here. Do you have anything as far as any best thing uh, you read this week? Um, I have have one if if you don't have one. I got just a, so in in addition to those uh, two, I've been dipping in and out of um, 
diary of Don Powell. Yeah. Her diaries are published from the thirties or the sixties. And I, uh, there's just a little quote that I like nothing big and not really apropos anything, but I just liked it. Um, it's talking about writers as like a class of people. Yeah. And it says as a class, Writers are only nice in their early stages. At the semi-success period, they are either asses or envious sons of bitches. <laughs> I think that's true of, uh, yeah. I think that's a fair Seems assessment, right. a funny assessment. Yeah. I have that book. I need to read it of Don Powell's that we got at uh, mm-hmm. Tuckman and Charles. Yeah. So the, the part I have is from Flights and... Um, this, this section give you kind of a backstory is about like one of the narrators meets this person and they've been to all these places and they kind of, um, they take all their photographs and they put them in to, you know, photo albums. And they're like, you know, I've been here, I've been here, I've been here. And then it goes, um, didn't he ever think what does we were there really even mean? Where did those two weeks in France go? those weeks that today can squeeze into just a couple of memories, the sudden onset of hunger by the city's medieval walls and the twinkling of evening at a cafe where the roof was covered in grapevines. What happened in, to Norway? All that's left is the chill of the water in the lake, that endless day, and then the delight of the beer brought just before the shop shut or the arresting first glimpse of the fjord. And I thought that was like a good you kind of remember very like, at least I, I kind of, uh, you know, agree with that. You don't remember like your, you know, every day or what this looked like. You're, you remember like, Oh, getting on the bus. <laughs> yeah. Crowded nature. Or like she said, grabbing a beer before it closes or just sort of like things you wouldn't plan for things that aren't in guidebooks sort of like, yeah. Almost. Um, sensations or just sort of like on a primal level feeling hungry in a in a city or feeling cold or whatever like that so yeah and she's talking about the memories you like take back with you yeah so you take back the pictures and you're like these are my memories but what you're actually left with are like these things that aren't in photographs or anything like that they're just sort of yeah Yeah. snapshots i guess uh, that makes sense uh, yeah like impressions yeah yeah that's good good quote i like that quote and there's yeah she's a lot the law of the book has sort of that feel of sort of like ruminating on concepts or ideas so it's not so much of a linear um plot plot is very loose in this book but it's more like ideas and, and sort of situations yeah that are discussed so and she pulls it off so think. far it's interesting yeah. it's it's the writing's good so i'm not a huge plot person always yeah but i like writing and sort of <laughs> and sort of like observations like that where i go oh that you know that's a smart way of thinking about something yeah. um so that was my best thing i read this week What do you, anything you're going to read this week um, as far as planned or kind of just reading a bunch finish, of different things? I'm going to finish hopefully the bridge on the Drina. Okay. I like that book. I want to go ahead and push through and uh, yeah, it's tense, it. but um, I think it's worthwhile. Yeah. It's a book. Um, definitely check out. So yeah. it, Ben Lerner still. I'll finish it and write down my thoughts and everything. And then, but I'm not going to talk about it all the time. Okay. Throughout the, I'm, wait, you know. I'm really interested in the ending. That's the rest of the book. I think we could disagree on as far as, yeah. is it su- successful or whatever? Is it interesting? Well, we might, yeah, we might even agree on it. It's True. just what's motivating me to get through it is yeah. kind of different than, you know, I have different motivations, but, but yeah, we'll see. 
I think I'm going to continue on with flights. Um, it's a little dense. It's not dense, but there's like, you know, it's, it's not plot driven. So it's sort of, I read probably, I've read it in like 20 page segments. So I haven't really devoted a huge chunk of time to it, but I think I'll be able to finish that this week. But other than that, I don't have uh, anything like right, you know, right after I want to read. I kind of want to set it up so that July 14th, David Mitchell, I can just do that that week. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. I'd do that too. Get get your uh, yeah get your get your TBR sorted out. As I say, on the bridge uh, on the Drina TBR to be read. You don't know what that means. Be, oh, mm. yeah. Well, I'm not an online type. Uh, you're guy. An, I don't know you're an old soul. Are. I think the listeners should know that. Yeah, you're an old soul. Old soul. I'm old. You're old. Yeah, you shaved yeah, your I'm head. Old. You're like I'm. I'm done with hair. Old. I don't know what these internet abbreviations are. Well, we should say we have a, an email address. Yeah, it's we'll, tell the listener willbebooks at gmail.com. Because there, willbebooks was taken. So it's just willbebooks at gmail.com. Send us what you're reading, make fun of our opinions, agree with yeah. our opinions. Um, and then we're, I think we're also going to set up a, uh, Instagram and then we're going to do the thing where we take pictures of, of our the books that we're reading. I haven't told you this, so I'm Ooh, just you know right now. That's, and the, the Instagram is on the internet, right? It's on the internet. It's okay. Pictures. What I think we okay, should do, interesting. you have a dog, I have two dogs and a cat. You have cats too. Well, yeah. I think we should do is pose the books with the animals. Okay. You can, is that possible? The cats, yeah, because they're lazy. The dog, we'll see. We'll see if he sits still. He gets tired eventually. Does he like sleep on the couch? You can just be like, he's all over the place. Yeah, we. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get that started, and we'll uh, talk about that next time.